beautiful beings. Welcome to the Starseed Network Podcast. I am your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaida, and I'm going to be guiding you on this journey of self-discovery, expanding consciousness, and exploring our own spiritual and human journeys. We're going to be interviewing inspiring guests, giving you tons of tools and channeled messages to help you on your journey. And just growing and expanding together in this ascension process on Earth. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a rating, and thank you so much for listening. And if you're looking for some tarot or spiritual guidance or Reiki energy healing, my website is linked below, or you can reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok. I personally believe in using for present moment guidance to empower you. Today, I'm going to be talking to my dear friend and soul sister, twin flame, soulmate, um, Sammy Briarly. Um, this is going to be a little bit less of a traditional interview, more of kind of like a back and forth. I'm so honored to share this time with you and this experience, and I hope you guys enjoy just listening to our silly chats. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. It's such a shame that we live in different countries. I know. I always think about our time in Spain together. I know. Same. I get stuck in Spain. I had such a good time there that I think my my brain still wants to live there. Oh, I'm just lighting some incense. I'm just Ooh, setting the mood. Love that. Awesome. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to be here. This is great. Oh. I'm so happy to have you. We could talk about anything. I was just thinking, mm. I wonder what's going to happen. I thought, I have no idea. We just got to roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, how have you been, my love? It's been a long time since I since I heard from you. <laughs> it's right. I go on disappearing acts. I believe, like, I'm a magician of some sort. Mm. But, um, <laughs> No, I when I have really bad mental health, I disappear. I like fall off the face of the earth. I like mm-hmm. turn off my phone. I put it in a drawer. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's but I'm trying to. Um, this year has been rough, but I've been trying to learn more about myself, uh, which mm. which has happened. And um, I think just keeping that mindset of like one step at a time almost um I, I kind of feel like I'm descending descending no sorry ascending <laughs> out of the um depression which is oh. nice it's it's nice to feel something other than a bit sad 
Oh, well, I'm so happy yeah. for you. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it's nice to feel in recovery, you know. I've, uh, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm in a recovery stage now. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, and what about you? You're traveling. Where, what are you doing? How's travel life? <laughs> Well, it's been it's been funky. It's been a funky time. <laughs> it's been really fun. Oh, anything that is described as funky, I want to hear. I want to hear that story. <laughs> well, I I got to California like a little over two weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. I you know I had no plan. I didn't know a single person here. I just booked an Airbnb for like two weeks, and I was like, I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but being present and in the moment yeah I mean like it was definitely terrifying when I first got here especially because like I don't have a car yet so I have to walk everywhere and do like public transportation and California is not equipped for that oh yeah <laughs> I heard the traffic is wild it's not even so much the traffic um I think that's more like LA but where I am it's just like everything is so spread out so you have to take the bus everywhere or like take an uber um but it's been so much fun (laughs) it's been so nice I'm I'm so glad are you planning on staying there or moving somewhere different I definitely am going to be here for like a hot minute. I'm actually like couch surfing kind of right now. Oh, Um, I love couch surfing. (laughs) Yeah, it's been nice. Um, I definitely want my own home. Like I really just want a grounded place to just like set myself up and get a car. That would be really nice. Mm -hmm. Just manifesting over here. Um, that sounds wonderful a place mm. where you can paint the walls whatever color you want and you don't have to ask the landlord first whoa that <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like 10 years from now can I go <laughs> I, I think I'm going to be at least 60 before that happens yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. the responsibility mm. of choosing a paint for your wall that is a lot that's like very grown up <laughs> it is and something that they don't teach us in school. We got done yeah. dirty. Mm. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, how do you pick well, a good roommate? How do you find the right place to live? How do you ground yourself? How do you start your own business? I, we don't get taught this. Yeah. How do you budget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you do your shopping? Oh. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. like, how do you clean taps? I've always struggled with taps or faucets. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. Wow. Like how the do you inside, clean them? Like the inside of the faucet? Yeah, like the I always, you know, like the actual faucet itself. I always mm-hmm. find if I, like, try and shine it or make it look all sparkly and beautiful, um, oh. I just, like, end up spreading hair all over the faucet. <laughs> and like I end up it just ends up being a bit dirtier I I would love to know how to not have that happen if any of our listeners know how to clean a faucet properly (laughs) please let us know send a DM (laughs) because we are struggling over Mm. here oh man (laughs) 
this is so fun. <laughs> is this a kind of topic you want me to be talking about? How to clean tap? <laughs> I feel like that can be spiritual, you know? You got to clean your faucet. Yeah. Right. Mm. You you need to know the faucet is a is a metaphor. It's a, mm. um, you know, the faucet is your third eye. Yeah. And, and how do you open it? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a long time. Uh, I've been like, I've been eating some sugar lately because like I have such a complex relationship with sugar. I'm like, I love it, but I hate it. I'm like always back and forth. And I can feel that like tingle in my third eye after I eat a lot of sugar. And it's like, come on. Um, Is it a good tingle? No. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, oh no! Those kind of tingles. <laughs> oh, so, oh, but no. that's interesting. Do you find that sugar affects your third eye? I think sometimes a little bit. Um, it can kind of because it's like it gets really buzzy in my head. Because I'm very sensitive. Like I can't drink alcohol anymore. Um, mm. I yeah, but my. Okay, so this is crazy. Um, you know how I was like all allergic to gluten for years? Um, yes. Yeah. I feel like that was a big part of you. Yeah, it was. Um, mm-hmm. But now, this past year, my allergy just like went away. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so you can eat bread now? Yeah. I've been eating a lot of bread <laughs> oh, well, to make up for all that lost Congratulations. Time. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a joy. Um, yeah yeah oh wow I can remember when we used to be with each other all the time and you know we'd have we'd buy like gluten-free pizza and gluten-free bread and yeah gluten-free flour for when we used to bake <laughs> and, oh. um, yeah. and now we don't have to use it yeah it's wild <laughs> that's really interesting actually because my dad um used to really love bananas and then mm. when he was like 40 he was suddenly allergic oh like yeah and also he's allergic to nuts so it's curious how your body hmm. over time things can activate and yeah. yeah well I feel like I went through a period of cleansing for like a few years and now I'm like <laughs> just kind of eating whatever I want which is yeah. not like it's not the best but also in a spiritual way I'm like very much okay with it I'm like I'm not judging mm-hmm. myself or shaming myself I'm kind of just yes. like this is what I want right now and you know some days I want sugar some days I don't want sugar some days I want to fast some days I want to mm-hmm. eat and as long as like I don't know. It's just like you kind of can transmute above the whole idea of like, Mm. oh, I need to have a strict diet. I need to, you know, do this and that to be a spiritual person. But it's like, actually, you can be spiritual and not be vegan. You can be spiritual and drink coffee, alcohol. You can, you know, have your little things um, and still be a spiritual person. It's about balance. It's true. I absolutely agree. I think when you get into the mindset of I have to eat this way or I'm not going to look like this or, you know, mm-hmm. my body needs to be healthy, so I need this and this. If you're too, if you're mistrunchable with yourself, you know, too strict, then you, mm-hmm. I find that you go out of balance and mm-hmm. you end up 
not being happy. So sometimes you do have to say, okay, I, I'm going to listen to my body. And the one of the best things someone has ever said to me, and honestly, it stuck with me. My friend once said to me, if you crave an egg, have an egg. <laughs> but it opened up, honestly, it opened up like everything. I thought, oh mm-hmm. my God, that's amazing. Because all it means is listen to your body, you know? Yeah. And I carry that phrase with me all the time. Like, if you crave an egg, have an egg. It really, oh. it really changed me. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to listen to your body. And I'm glad that you're enjoying sugar and gluten. You know, it's, it's there to be enjoyed. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Like, I don't know. It's like there are things that I do have strict boundaries with and the things that I don't so much. Like, I know I do not want to drink any alcohol because alcohol just makes me feel bad and I'm very much okay with that and I'm okay with having that boundary and I'm like mastering how to go out and have fun without drinking I don't know I feel like our our human journey here our bodies are to be enjoyed like we're allowed to enjoy the foods that we want to eat we're allowed to you know enjoy sensual pleasures as much as you know Mm. keeping that connection to what is real inside of us what is our true self right when you with your alcohol Mm-hmm. Do you find, because you haven't had it in a, like a long time, how do you feel now compared to, you know, when if we had a lifestyle of, you know, drinking every Saturday? Oh, I mean, because I did have that lifestyle back in back in Spain when we were yeah. in, in uni. Hola. Hola. Best of times. <laughs> For our listeners, uh, <laughs> we have no idea what we're talking about when we talk about Sitges. But it's a place that we lived in Spain. Mm-hmm. And it's the gay capital. Yes. But sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a carnival every year, which was so much fun. And we just kind of went wild for a few days, went into an alternate dimension, <laughs> and then reemerged. <laughs> Became different people. Yeah. Um, that was the last time we saw each other, actually, which is really yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our last carnival before the pandemic. Oh, my God. And I love <laughs> it. was so funny because we had this absolutely wild few days, like just doing a bunch of stuff. Um, coming home at <laughs> 9.30 in the morning every day. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like we were on skins or euphoria. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, uni life felt like skins and euphoria in a lot of ways. Yeah, (laughs) it did. Coming home on the train at like seven in the morning, just feeling absolutely wiped out. Just like feeling like a sack of garbage (laughs) and being like, shit, I got to like wake up in six hours and do my uni work and like get my voice back. (laughs) Have to do shopping, meal Mm, prep. Yep. Wines. Damn. Yeah. It was fun. (laughs) I'm kind of glad... Um, because it was carnival just before the pandemic and I'm Mm -hmm. glad that we got to let off some steam before we were trapped 
Yeah. In lockdown. That was yeah. such a crazy week because I was in London and then I had this whole experience like in London. Mm. <laughs> and you were auditioning for Disney, am I right? Yeah, that was like my first yeah. and only professional audition I ever went to. <laughs> I was the first one there to this open call and I went in and I sang like my 30 seconds of my song and they looked at me and they were like, thank you. And that was it. And I was like, I am never doing this again. <laughs> Disney don't deserve you. Mm, I was like, I was yeah. not designed to fit into a Disney box. I This is not like, I don't want to be waiting around for hours just mm. to be looked at for a second and then be judged. And then I wrote this whole thing and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to live my own life, how I want to live it. And then I went back to Spain. We had Carnaval. We got crazy. We were dressed up as the crystal gems. We were the universe. Yeah. Oh, we had like a crazy deep chats all the time. And I just, it was wild. And then that was literally the beginning of the end. And then right after that, I remember sitting in my living room and my brother was texting me being like, this is going to be really serious. Like people are going to, a lot of people are going to die and mm-hmm. we have to like, you know, find a quarantine. And I was like, well, that's, you know, what are you talking about? Like, it's not going to happen. I remember this, this text from your brother mm-hmm. and being scared. And then probably like six months later being like, oh my God, he was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you were sick and we were like, do you have COVID, Sammy? <laughs> I was. I wasn't sure if I had COVID or I just absolutely drank too much that I my body was just broken. <laughs> it was... But it's, it's kind of weird because when we were doing carnival, doing, when we were participating <laughs> in carnival, um, it was... So it's like February, so the coronavirus wasn't really... It, it was in the news, but it wasn't a real concern just yet it was about to and there were so many like because carnival you dress up and Mm -hmm. um in costumes and there were so many like people in masks like as a as a joke and there was like Mm -hmm. coronavirus costumes and yeah oh my god yeah it's just really interesting to see the um the views on coronavirus at that period of time Mm. yeah and then like a month later that being completely different (laughs) yeah it's crazy because I remember like we were before you know how like um the third years they get those like two weeks off to do their dissertation um Mm -hmm. before we broke for that those two weeks and it's crazy that my last two weeks uh, three weeks of being in Spain I was just on freaking vacation I I didn't go to school for like three weeks um and then we just left um but we yeah and then I remember Roberto was on the couch and he was like guys there's this crazy virus in China that's like spread to Europe at this point like what is this is gonna be crazy like what is going on here it's already in like Britain it's already killing people and we're all just like okay like this is another you know whatever new scare and then (laughs) three weeks later we're rehearsing for our showcase literally a week before our showcase which we were not prepared for so god bless thank you coronavirus for keeping us from that (laughs) Um, and then we got the email that was Mm -hmm. just like we're closed for two weeks and we're like oh oh and that was a lie right the they were Mm -hmm. closed for 
a long time. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a lie, but it's just not what they <laughs> <laughs> happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, it's really sad because you just abandoned your fat, right? Like you never went back. Yeah, dude. I I left like all of my stuff there and then I paid someone um, like Eve to pack it up and take it to the IAB and I haven't been back to get my stuff yet and it's been since March of 2020 and like I keep emailing them being like please don't throw out my things like my birth certificate is in there like I have like important things but they're like when are you going to come get it and I'm like I don't know I I mean you are in a different continent never mind a different country yeah (laughs) Oh, wow. It's just wild how so much changed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what has your experience been like in lockdown? Because I know it's been, you've been like, it's been a ride. (laughs) It's, yeah. It's very much, as soon as we entered lockdown, the first one, I very much entered my head and Mm -hmm. didn't really leave for a long time. I think... I I got into a habit because I'm an only child and I was Mm -hmm. at the time living with my parents. So I just got into a habit of being on my own all the time and just smoking so much weed, (laughs) but, you know, just one after the other. And that's not good for me because it drives my mental health down. And also I become really dependent on it. And, like, I've noticed that, I can't play games without a joint, which mm. is um, it's a really interesting observation. And it's kind of like I like them in g- games when I get nervous. And it's like, that's so mm. weird. Why do I do that? Because uh, it's, a, it's a game and it's not like a, um, it's not, you know, it's not real. I'm safe. You know, I, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be nervous. But uh, it's interesting. I've been on a ride. I moved to London last year Mm -hmm. uh, with my friend. They are really lovely. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've I've been there because I've been depressed. So I've been at my mum and dad's. But it's kind of, so it's like it's vicious circle, you know. I'm still, Mm -hmm. I'm here right now. But like I'm on my own. And, um, you know, it's it's a vicious cycle. But it's, I think. A benefit of being on my own all the time is that I um, get to do a lot of thinking and a lot of mm-hmm. like analyzing and, and going. Is this good for me? Probably not. Like, how how can I change it? It's I'm always having conversations with myself, mm-hmm. um, which is important. But it's been up and down. But to be honest, I just want to live. I I really want to live, and I don't know what that means. But I know it doesn't mean playing games and smoking the ganja <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah yeah it's been a ride um, yeah mm. that sounds that sounds intense definitely like that's very it's very easy to get into like a kind of depressed state if you don't feel like you have like a strong purpose and you're kind of just you know hanging out and the whole world is literally shut down it's like what are we supposed to be doing right now yeah, um, yeah. and you see people I, <clears throat> I see people thriving which is so wonderful but I think mm-hmm. the ego in me is always like why am I not doing anything like that and you know mm-hmm. why am I not thriving and 
I think it just comes down to motivation and also just believing in myself a little bit because actually a human can do anything they want if they put their mind to it yeah yeah I can't speak for your experience fully but I've noticed the UK has been so much more strict about keeping everyone inside and keeping everything like locked down so what do you have to say about that oh well in the UK we've had (laughs) I, I've lost count. I think we've had like four major lockdowns. Mm. Um, but I often find that the government and Boris have always, the COVID has always been one step ahead of them. So mm. they didn't go into like a major lockdown for a while, for the, the first time, but they really should have done it at least three weeks before. And now that has always been like a bit of a hindrance for them. It's just always Mm. one step ahead of them. And um, um, I get very, very easily influenced. Mm. So like I'm listening to all of these points and um, I just find that the, the information that England are giving us so it's a little like wishy-washy and yeah um, and now now no one even wears a mask like the masks have been eliminated yeah they've sashayed away <laughs> and um <laughs> I, but it's it, I, I, the coronavirus um spikes uh correct me if I'm wrong I mm. like I, but I believe they are you know they're going up again um and like festivals were on this summer and things seem to be getting back to normal but I I am just not sure if we're ready to be back to normal but we'll see yeah it's a really weird concept because like I don't want to be super polarized on in anything Mm -hmm. that I do it's like I have a lot of respect for both sides of the issues and yeah yeah and I think at the end of the day it's just like it's very real for Everyone, no matter where they stand, their stance is very real to them. So it's like whether you choose to, you know, be in that narrative or you choose to not engage in it, your reality Mm -hmm. is your reality. And, you know, sometimes people try to control other people's realities. And that's where we come into conflict because it's like you can respect someone else's decision and respect where someone else stands and still be like, I still love you. I still appreciate you. And I see where you're coming from. And although that's not my truth, I have my own truth and you have your own truth. Mm -hmm. We can still, you know, coexist. We can still find a way to bridge. Right. I think that's what the the secret of what the earth is missing. I think if, Mm. if... we had that mindset of like we're all different but like we can all get along and Mm -hmm. live with each other I think we'd be a lot happier I think yeah yeah I know the ideals are it's a you know it's a very um futuristic ideal kind of like a utopia Mm -hmm. um ideology but I, I I wish we could all be like that I really do yeah (laughs) yeah it's kind of like how I was thinking about this before um one of the conversations with myself and I was thinking (laughs) about how like as a a vegetarian and a vegan sometimes I don't Mm -hmm. I have never understood when people say well you know why when people berate other people's food choices like I would never Mm. 
go to a, you know, a meat eater and say, you know, it's disgusting what you're doing and blah, 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 because that's not my opinion. And also it's nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. what, what they put in their body, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting to see, you know, arguments on Twitter from, you know, the meat eaters and the vegans and, <laughs> and how everyone would be just much happier if they go, okay, well, you do you, but this is what I want to do. And yeah, yeah that's my opinion. <laughs> it's like, where does that come from? Like, where does that come from this you know, idea that you want to not only control yourself, but you want to control other people? Like, where does that even come from? Yeah, I don't know. Probably the patriarchy, to be quite <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah. And also that, like, one opinion is right. Yeah. There are many right opinions to one particular topic. Mm. you know it's many pros and cons it's really it's a really interesting um behavior and sometimes I do it too you know like I I would be lying if I would say you know to people oh why don't you like RuPaul's Drag Race you know mm-hmm. that's <laughs> you know I'm not understanding why but actually maybe it's just not their thing they prefer a modern family <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I do think that, you know, the whole purpose of these lockdowns and COVID is to honestly, like, bring us face to face with ourselves and our shadow as a collective, as individuals. It's given people the Mm -hmm. time to actually, you know, be removed from their daily routine, removed from their normal structures, in some ways, the patriarchy, the system, and have to literally come face to face with themselves and be like, (laughs) oh, do I like this or, you know, is there some things I got to work out here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, um, do you believe in fate and like things happen for a reason? I believe that I don't even know. I don't even know about fate. I don't think that things are predestined. I think there are many different timelines Mm -hmm. that we can choose from. And we kind of energize which timeline we want to be on, like collectively and individually. I feel like we can like jump into different realities in some ways. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think? I've never really thought of it like that. I think my dad, my dad is a big believer in fate, but he often see, he believes um, that like our fates are already, you know, written out, like our life is already written out in a way and we've just got to like trust it. I think which is a, is a nice way of being present. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. And like feeling the moment and feeling, is this where I want to go? Is this what I want to do? But also I, I don't know if I believe in that certain way, but I believe that we are given opportunities or given, you know, relationships that, or friendships that come in our life and, like, we are given the opportunity to expand that relationship or mm. hobby or anything further. I don't know if I'm explaining myself. No, that well. makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But I do think that we 
you know, make contracts before we come into this life, come into this body. We make contracts like, oh, I'm going to meet you at this time in my life so that we can sugar this for each other or heal this wound for each other and like sign the contract. Um, or like, I'm going to go through this lesson. I'm going to pick this family so that I can transmute this karma by the time I'm 20 or whatever and then be able to do something else. Um, but I mm-hmm. definitely think we have a, we have an aspect of choice in everything that we do. And we do have like a line, a purposeful line to follow in some ways. But again, we, mm-hmm. we are humans with free will. That's the biggest thing that's like on this planet, we have free will. So, you know, no matter what your fate is or what your Akashic records are or what contracts you have, you always have the choice in what you want to experience yeah. and what you want to do. But yeah. Wow. That I I completely understand that, and I mm. I feel that a lot. I often that that often makes me nervous because I often think, have I made the right choice? Have I did I make a wrong choice like ten years ago, and now I'm on a different path? You know, I, I think I'm constantly evaluating mm. my choices, and and yeah, I I know that's not a healthy way of looking at things. I don't think. Mm. Uh, for me personally but uh yeah, yeah. no it, it's just, it's interesting the f- at the fact that we this you know this other world and our souls have i believe you know our souls have been to places and on many journeys and mm-hmm. uh i think it affects me knowing that i don't know anything about it mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I'd love to go on a journey with my soul. I've been. I, mm. I remember a couple of months ago you suggested doing, um, like a spirit guide guided meditations. And, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've been looking for answers, so mm. I've been doing them. Um, and I haven't had an experience where, you know, I fully met someone or something and mm-hmm. we've had a dialogue and I've received a message from them. I, but I believe it takes time. Mm-hmm. But I have had instances where I can all of a sudden like this um, kind of like an energy, almost like a bright light takes mm-hmm. over my body and I feel like I'm being pulled down. But every time I something in my soul or my third eye or something gets scared and, and fear and like I I pull back mm. but um it's that is also a work in progress but it's um I really believe in it I really believe in in angels and people or you know our spirit guides looking over us and mm. and I believe that they're there I can feel them Mm, yeah I mean it's also it's all divine timing that's the thing like you can't rush yourself in your process like with you know feeling down for a while it's like you kind of had to go through that journey you had to go through that tunnel it's almost like a birth canal in some ways it's like yeah it's like you're dying and being reborn sorry (laughs) (laughs) no please I love analogies like this you're right though yeah Mm. And I, I believe that there are several birthing canals placed in our life, mm. and you know, every now and again, we have to crawl into that birth canal. 
have to, you know, get rebirthed and for us to continue. Oh my god, why do I just have like a vision of you crawling into a slide? <laughs> crawling through a slide. <laughs> I can see it too. The 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 visions of that we're giving people. <laughs> but yeah, it's I I agree. I agree with you, Honey Bonner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really feel yeah. like you are you are an earth angel, Sammy. I, I totally, I feel that around you and I see that in you. And, you know, this period of, of whatever you're going through right now, it's preparing you so that you can open up in this way. Because I know, like, you're, you're definitely going to be meeting and working with your spirit guides. And it may just not be, like, the moment right now like you have to go through this in order for you to prepare for that and it's like everything is connected in in a lot more ways than than we realize with divine timing as well Mm -hmm. yeah it really is you just have to trust the process Mm -hmm. right like you're right and thank you I think you're an angel too I I honestly think that we are soul sisters we were sisters in a past life, you know, mm-hmm. or like partners in crime, <laughs> maybe, maybe we stole like the jewels from the royal family. Mm. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did, and we sold them all on eBay. <laughs> we got really rich, and then we bought a connect. We bought a collection of American Girl dolls and filled our mansion with American Girl dolls in different outfits. <laughs> And we played with all of them and had no shame. Yeah, yeah, we were like 80 years old, just like chilling, sipping tea, having a joint, playing with our American yeah. girl dolls. Indeed. Playing with our Barbie dolls, our Bratz dolls. Yeah. You know, I have a funny story. It's not really a, well, maybe it's a spiritual message. Sure. But I remember as a, as a young boy, I was always interested I always wanted a barber and I always mm. wanted a brat doll but this was like we're talking like early 2000s and my I was not allowed one you know because boys yeah you know, weren't allowed to have girly size at that point and my parents thoughts have changed now I must admit you know they've the, the times have changed mm-hmm. but my mom was really wanted me to get me a doll so she bought me um, a brat doll, but a boy brat doll. And oh. she said, oh, it's just like an action man. So here you go. I don't know if you, did you, I presume you had action men. I've seen them. I've seen in, them around. I know, but I I just always wanted Barbies as a kid and I've never had one. Mm. Oh, so get you a Barbie. I'm go buy one. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's <laughs> never too late to no. get a Barbie. <laughs> now I know what to get you for your birthday. <laughs> I'll ship one to you in England. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If mm. there's, you know, like a, a, a curvy Barbie, I want Ooh. a body that, yeah, yeah, a Barbie that represents me. Yeah, for sure. Take her on all your yeah. little adventures. Send me pics. You with your Barbie. I, I will. I'll put her on a boat. Ooh. And we'll go on a cruise together. Love that. <laughs> yeah, so what about you and yours? I, I really want to know about your spiritual life. Oof, oof. I mean, it's been, it's been a lot. I, like, yeah, it's been, I've been kind mm-hmm. of like recording these episodes and talking about my life and my spiritual life and all that. And 
it's it's been really liberating mm-hmm. in a lot of ways to let go of my old stories, like my ego stories of who I believe I am or thought I am. And <clears throat> now I'm at this place where I'm kind of just like flowing with the oh, universe. Good. Like, yeah, like I I think definitely taking this leap was was huge for me because I when I got here, like I cried for a really long time. I was freaking out because like all of my mm-hmm. sense of stability was shooketh. But I kind of came to this place where I realized like me and my being and my gifts is truly abundant. Like I am just abundant from the inside out. And people have helped me. People have been really kind to me. Um, I like exchange, you know, tarot readings for like for things and, you know, share what I have and give what I have. And, you know, it's, it's kind of, I feel just like I'm one, I'm at home in the world. Like I don't have a home specifically, but I'm at home in the world like I'm just in mm. one one with all of this in some ways like, and does it feel nice um doing something that you want to do and you know not like a an office job or working in a restaurant oh yeah nice to, yeah. yeah I mean it's been tough because like I quit my I worked in a bar and I quit my job back in like end of June and I kind of set up like my own business and started doing stuff on TikTok and it's been like taking off slowly like I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to like you know I just want to keep it on the Mm -hmm. DL the details of my life Um, and Mm -hmm. it's definitely like I came to this kind of almost crossroads um, around like September 20th around like the Pisces full moon where there were two different timelines available like I could have chosen to um follow like my fear instinct and you know go back to a service job or working some other job that ultimately would have led to another tower moment you know me getting misaligned from what I truly am doing because I really I'm like this is a I'm like working full-time that's the thing like doing all these things and doing the podcast and everything and you know it's a lot of it's a lot of time and energy that goes into it and I know there's going to be a huge return. That's the thing. I'm just in the beginning here. And yeah, I kind of realized like if I choose the same familiar route that, you know, might appear more Mm -hmm. quote unquote safe, might appear more, you know, rational to other people, it would ultimately, you know, take me away from my purpose yet again, which is how I felt when I was working in a bar for three months. And like, I was making a ton of money. It was great. I was having a good time, but I just felt Mm. cut off from my true source and my true soul. And coming back to that afterwards was huge. And like rediscovering my gifts, rediscovering my purpose, my sense of self and like, you know, really delving into my spirituality and making that my whole life, essentially. Like, this is my entire life. This is what I do. This is what I breathe. This is what I live. This is what I speak Mm -hmm. every moment of my existence. And, like, surrendering into that. (laughs) Thank you. Surrendering into that has been huge. And just, like, being like, I'm going to make it fucking work. Like, universe, make it work. Designers, make it work. Oh, and having the confidence to do that is so inspirational. Mm. You know, it's it's almost, you know, just diving in and going, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> Literally. It's <really> inspiring. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so inspiring. I, like, yeah. Well done. It's something that I'm, that I'm trying to do that too. Yeah, well, I mean. I'm wonderful. 
Oh, thank you. And like, it's it's <laughs> real though that like, there is real like fears that come up. Like I've had to work through a lot of fear, a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot, just like a lot of things that subconsciously, consciously were holding me back from being in this place. But honestly, taking the time to feel those things and work through those things has given me that confidence in a way has given me that sense of like I don't even like I don't even Mm -hmm. care like I know that I'm an eternal being I know that if I die I'll just get reborn I'll just restart like it's not a huge deal and I know that you know there's some purpose that I'm meant to serve here and the more aligned I am with that purpose and the more I listen to my spirit guides and follow my intuition and do all Mm -hmm. these things that you know don't even make sense to a lot of people don't even make sense to me a lot of the time (laughs) um but I just follow it and then you know every I know that I'm protected because I'm working with the universe and the universe has got to look out for me because like I'm their best employee (laughs) (laughs) you are you're employee of the month times five (laughs) no that's true and you're I think as a person you're so in touch with your higher self and beyond Mm -hmm. um and I think that really benefits you because you listen you know you you ask and then you listen um, which is, you know, look at you now, couch surfing. Like, what? That's such a fun life, though. I, when I did that, I felt really free. Oh, yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. That really means a lot. I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you. This is lovely. This is just going to become. Oh, I love you. No, I love you. <laughs> no, but I love you. <laughs> a kind of conversation. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I love I loved our times when we were in Spain together and we would just like get together and play the ukulele and just dance down the street and spread so much joy all over the place. (laughs) It was fun, yeah. And we'd we'd paint oh Mm -hmm. every Sunday. I literally haven't painted since I saw you. Oh, same. It was so fun. Yeah, yeah. I my videos are. I have lots of videos of you of, at, at late at night smoking, <laughs> which is really lovely to Nishmeed. go back on. Sweet, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to yeah, get in trouble. I get very nostalgic. Yeah. You um. don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal. It's legal, y'all. It, oh wow, where you are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm in California. It's very legal. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish. Mm. I wish. I, I wish I lived there. Yeah, come visit. Yeah. Honestly, it looks a lot like the the climate is pretty much the same as Sitges, which is really nice. Feels like oh, home. stunning. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, I love, it's really interesting being, um, being, uh, calling many places home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think I had to realise as an adult that you don't just have one home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And That's that true. home isn't going to be your home forever, mm-hmm. too, even though it feels like it will. You know, we'll always yeah. have a place in our hearts Mm. but yes yeah yeah home is like home is a place inside of you I feel like 
Home is, is you. Yes, you are the home. Matt, how has the weather been treating you over there in England? England is really rainy, <laughs> as always. I mean, I love the rain. I prefer the rain and dark and silver clouds over the sun and bright blue skies. Really? I kind of detest the sun and bright blue skies, <laughs> which is, I know, which was kind of um, put me in a difficult situation living in Spain. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know where it's really hot I was constantly I walked in the shade I mm. sat in the shade I ate in the shade I did not <laughs> but um yeah I, it's it's been very rainy and gray and cloudy and I love that oh. I, and I feel very much at home <laughs> um yeah so this is like yeah this is my favorite time of year and, and, and my things are it's going to darker earlier and we, oh we can wear jumpers now i hate mm. when you can't wear jumpers <laughs> oh. <Yes. laughs> i know how is the weather over there oh. <laughs> literally the opposite it's like bright and sunny and warm it was like kind of overcast for the past few days and that was making me like hella sad in some ways I was like I need the sunshine <laughs> and I'm like I love the sun I'm like I could just drink oh, it you up do. oh yeah I love being out in the sunshine I love it I'm such a sun baby like I rise with the sun I go to sleep with the sun it's my BFF oh you do mm. is it yeah you go way back we go way back like back to the way OG <laughs> the central sun you need it mm. wear that sun cream though oh yeah that's real i need to start doing that <laughs> did you grow up in a place where there was a lot of sun in um yeah it was it was it's fairly sunny in maine um it gets cold in the winter like it gets kind of like snowy and cloudy and gray but it can still be sunny in the winter like it's not terribly dark but oh my god i'm so glad that i'm not dealing with another winter in Maine I had like I came back from Spain and I was just <laughs> like no this is not okay <laughs> not <Yes>. okay <laughs> absolutely it was mm. it's not that's interesting do you think that's why you like the sun because you it was around so often or you know mm. or when it was supposed to be there it was there <laughs> hmm. I mean, I do like the rain in in seasons. Like <clears throat> in July, it was rainy all July, and I really enjoyed it actually because I just, you know, was I got very cozy. I did a lot of shadow work, and I was just kind of chilling. Went to hermit mode a little bit. Didn't really see anyone for a while. Now I just chill mm -hmm. in like my room, and it kind of felt like even though it was summer, it was it was not super cold rain, so it was pretty nice, but. I mean, I, I feel like I've always just, I've always just loved like the beach and the sun and possibly from growing up with that and having access to that, which I'm really grateful for because not everyone yeah. gets that. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's, I, it's, um, I would, I would love to know what makes 
how do I say mm. this without it being confusing? Mm. I don't even know how to say it. But I, you know how, like, f- for example, your aesthetic of weather and, like, mm-hmm. you know, what you imagine as almost like a paradise is, you know, sun and, and warmth. And mm-hmm. I know you said that you just like the rain as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, for me, like, not liking the sun at all. <laughs> yeah. And, like, ha- having the environment, I like, you know, leaves and, and dirt and, and fog and... Mm. I would love to know what causes that (laughs) you know like people's safe space uh, like their environments or or like where they escape to Oh, yeah it's interesting I wonder if it's an astro a sign thing maybe because I'm an air sign Mm. who knows maybe I mean because I'm a Leo so like I'm ruled by the sun so I love the sun. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My season. Oh, so when is it? Is my season started? Yeah. Yeah. It's your season, baby. It's your time. Oh, God. It's <laughs> here, here I am. Mm. And you mentioned before that something um, happened on the 20th of September, like... I wrote it down because I, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll mention that. Mm. Um, something to do with, like, the timelines, you said. Yeah. Um, I don't even know exactly, like, what happened. Um, I uh, I think I've just... I've been unraveling, like, my connection to suffering and my beliefs around suffering and my, you know, past attachments to scarcity mindset and poverty mindset and kind of realizing that this world is truly, it's all abundance. Like scarcity is something man-made that we created. And like money is something mm. man-made. Like, yes. I mean, what would we do if everything went offline and we just had to rely on our skills, our energy essentially to survive our the our good karma our luck essentially like what do we have when we don't have money when we don't have this quote-unquote stability when the whole world is in chaos like how are we going to work with that i predict chaos if that Mm -hmm. would ever happen because i think as a society we've become too reliant on money you know money seems to solve everything or is used as the the solvent (laughs) You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, you you don't want to go to a prison? Then uh, pay us two million, and you won't. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or you want to put a deposit down? You can only put in half, but you have to pay the the rest. Like, you know, there's always it's always money. Mm-hmm. I think I think it would be good for us though, as humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to s- separate it would be chaos at first, but I reckon. In the end, we'd have to learn to live because you either adapt or yeah, or you yeah, or you wither away. <laughs> <laughs> you learn how to barter and trade, and go back. Yeah. To, go back to all of that. Um, um, the, a financial reset would be chaos, oh chaotic. My oh my god! Yeah, and it's like, and people are are like, oh, you know, there would be so much crime. There would be people like breaking in and places, but. You know, people already do that, whether or not it's illegal. 
or whether or not yes. there's systems in place to stop them. It's true. Once you make something legal, then like no one wants to do it. <laughs> you know, because in a do you know that Portugal, I believe, have like made um like the consumption of class A drugs legal. Yeah. So I believe that like heroin and stuff is legal. And like the the rates for for people on drugs and addictions went right down because it was legal. Mm-hmm. That's it's it's interesting. Yeah. Because when you make when you say to humans you can't have something, that makes that thing more desirable. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's also yeah. yeah. That's also how I feel like it weirdly it connects with like food and when you restrict something from your diet, it just makes you obsessed with it. It just makes you want it more. And you just like, want it. Yeah. Yeah. And like the whole concept of prison, I feel like is supposed to be more a rehab, like rehabilitation, like actually helping people who are, you know, because a lot of the homeless here are people who have, you know, addictions or they have mental health struggles. And it's like, instead of penalizing them for, struggling why don't we actually help them why don't we actually lift them up and give them the resources and help that they need so that they can re-enter society yes. they actually can have a fighting chance it's just like people get yes. beaten down lower and lower and then there's nowhere else for them to go there's something else for them to do uh, of course yeah w- what else is there you know to keep them warm at night if there's not central heating or you know, that's just a, I know that's a general generalization of drugs, mm-hmm. but no, you're you're completely right. Like the system that is supposed to rehabilitate and help and aid has mm-hmm. not worked. I I'd argue ever, but like I I don't understand why someone goes, oh, this isn't working. This isn't what we want from this. Yeah. What else can we do? You know. It, because it hasn't changed. The system is um, is sad because once you're in, mm. you know, it's really hard to get out. And the the mm. prejudice of that comes with prison as well. You know, if someone goes to prison, then you have a criminal record. And you mm. have to, every time you apply for a job, you have to tell them, you know, what kind of rehabilitation is that? Because you're just being judged for past mistakes still. You know, it's there on paper. It's in writing. Damn, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's uh, quite, uh, not, a, like, um, not a clear message. It's kind of like a reflection of mm-hmm. how we treat mental health and um, mm. people who are struggling as a society. I think it reflects our views yeah and it needs to change yeah i mean it's also inevitable that in this society people have mental health struggles because the way that this is set up is not supportive of our needs as human beings like we're not even Mm -hmm. supposed to be working eight hours a day that's not healthy like four to five maybe but like has anyone ever questioned that like no wonder people are exhausted and over overworked They don't have time to even think about anything beyond what's going on in their day-to-day because they're trying to fight against a system that is holding them down, essentially. And there's, there's like, no way out. People can't see a way out of it. And exactly. 
I've I've felt whenever ever I've said, oh, you know, my days are too long. I'm I work too many hours, or I'm doing this. You know, I've been called lazy, and you you know you don't mm-hmm. work hard enough. And actually, I'm just trying to listen to my body. If you mm-hmm. crave an egg, have an egg. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like, what are we yeah. even doing? What are we even like slaving away doing? What are we making? Is it anything? Is this something that's going to actually benefit society, or is it just you know, serving someone a coffee? Like, a robot can do that, yes. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. It's 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 really annoying because mm-hmm. actually this is something that I'm dealing with right now because I haven't worked in a while and I kind of I don't really want to work a mundane job just for the sake of money that feels like such a like I'm um, backstabbing myself Mm. but I'm in a position now where of course I really want to be a performer uh, and I I realize that like I have to surrender myself to capitalism a little bit which Mm -hmm. is a, a huge shame but like to be able to live and to pay my rent yeah. I need an income and that's really sad but so I give myself a goal okay okay like I'm 25 in two weeks so mm-hmm. f- for the next five years till I'm 30 which makes me feel a little sick <laughs> um I am like because we met five years ago nearly what like yeah what <laughs> yes oh you know like that's not a long time Whoa. <laughs> I was eight right <laughs> oh my god yes but um we I, I say okay this next five years in I want to get in a position in my life where I am earning an income from performing which mm-hmm. is something that I enjoy doing and that's the only income that I rely on and I'm mm-hmm. happy. I think I would be happier if I just enjoyed everything that I did in my day. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's a goal I have to work to and I have to surrender. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'd st- there's definitely like, there's really nothing wrong with having to, you know, playing that game for the time that you need to. Like, I'm honestly like really grateful that I worked in a restaurant or a bar for like a few months and I saved up enough money to be able to like you know comfortably take some time off and actually focus on what I want to focus on and it's like I think we can find a balance you can find a place that you like to be with people you like and something that you can you know enjoy doing that actually will help your skills you could find something that's you know adjacent to what you actually want to do like if you want to take a job in a theater or something and you know get to know how that yes. theater works and you know be like um a, a, someone who like gives the tickets out or or seats people or you know finding little mm-hmm. oh, niches sure. yeah exactly and finding niches because as well like when I I sometimes think that the more busy I am the more I prioritize things my the more I prioritize my time so sometimes Mm -hmm. you know it's nice to have a little bit of a grounding a little bit of a stable income or something like that and you know you can also create your own side hustles that's the thing like you can always think of some innovative little way to make money like that's absolutely possible um, it's just yes. about finding little loopholes in the system, finding like little cracks 
and kind of working your way into them. And I, I honestly think the system is going to crumble soon anyway, so you might not have to be there for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true i i love the fact that you said just you can play the game for a little bit yeah i love that like yeah you know if they've set it up whoever they are but they've set up this capitalistic society you know that we live in and um so yeah let's let's take advantage of that and then mm-hmm. drown it yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with like playing into the system. There's nothing wrong with planning ahead. Like if you from where you are now, you, you know, you can't. I think sometimes people, you know, they spiritual people or they might think like a little bit like bad about themselves because they have to get a job or because they have to do something that, you know, is plays into the system in some ways. But it's all about, you know, balance and finding your way. And Sometimes you got you got to be in the system to be able to break out of it, to be able to learn how to how much you're willing to tolerate being within it and then find your way out. But it's like we're all on our own process here. We're all on our own journey. And there's no reason to, like, judge ourselves for, you know, what we feel we have to do, because, you know, this reality is still a blend of the physical and the spiritual. And we can have fun in the physical reality as well. Like you can have a fun job. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I had a lot of fun working in a bar and like although it was very stressful sometimes for my energy and it was very draining by the end I still had fun I met cool people and I had a good time and there's nothing wrong with it you know that's great that's all that matters yeah I I say as long as the system has not overtaken your life and making every decision for you Mm -hmm. then yeah like enjoy your life yeah 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 make your own decisions and yeah yeah and if it makes you feel a little bit more secure if it makes you feel a little bit more safe even if you understand like you know this is just money safety it's just you know you know material security even even that like it makes a difference in your in your livelihood because once you have your basic needs met you can focus on these higher things and focus on your meditation and your higher self and embodying that absolutely and then you you just grow and grow until it becomes a a practice mm-hmm. that you feel is you know necessary or for your way of being if that makes sense yeah it's like a tipping yeah. point like you kind of you have these scales and then the more that you invest in one side eventually it's going to tip over and you're going to kind of just like you're going to roll with that <laughs> that's so true yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I. That's what was a good image. I just have an image of a seesaw in my head. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a scale. Mm. Oh, it's Libra season. No. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> Libra season. Is that? Did we get into that conversation because of Libra season? I swear we. Oh, we... oh I don't even know. Yeah, our conversations. Uh, I don't know. How it's like work. winding road. <laughs> Topic, 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 different topic. Go back to the topic from five topics ago. <laughs> topic. Mm. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's Libra season. Mm. I love it. Yes. Oh, love my yeah. Libra. Love my Libra. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, I am, um, we're very indecisive. But we're all creative. In my acting class at a drama school, darling. Drama school. Um, 
drama school, when I went up there to school, <laughs> um, there was at least six or seven Libras in my class. Yeah, yeah. So many Libras yeah. are creatives. Mm. And I really, it, it was confirmed for me at art school or drama school because every, <laughs> you know, so many people were Libras. There was a lot mm. of Aquarius too mm. and Tauruses. Mm. Leo, Leo, of, of course there were. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a star. <laughs> you hate you a star, baby. You're a star. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love my Leo. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Oh, I'm just gonna blow my nose oh, again. Oh yeah, do you, boo? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Be human, everyone. I'm I'm just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You may be a Libra, but you're still like everyone else. I'm still a normal person. <laughs> I still have imperfections and insecurities. Do you? I haven't seen them. <laughs> oh, because I'm a Libra, I hide them. <laughs> Leos and Libras just love each other, I feel like. They just mesh. We are you what sign are you again i'm a leo i'm a rising scorpio and a scorpio moon but i got a vedic astrology reading um, which is like indian astrology and Mm -hmm. i'm a libra rising and a libra moon in vedic congratulations thank you The, the, the rising and ascending confuses me as a person but I know mm. that out, out of the three, I, I two are two of mine are Libras, mm-hmm. so maybe we're the same. That explains a lot. Yeah, or twin flames. And can you explain that to me? I I don't understand. I really don't understand ascendings, the moons. Oh yeah, from my understanding, um, and I'm not an expert here. Um, I from my what I've heard is that your ascendant is like who you are at your core, what your life path kind of is, like what path mm-hmm. you're meant to follow. And then your ego is the sun. So like how you who you're meant to grow into, I feel like. And then the moon is your emotional body and how you handle your emotions and stuff like that. Oh, well, thank you. Now I understand it. I'm so glad. Anyone who's (laughs) listening who's an actual astrologer, feel free to correct me. (laughs) And yeah, we've all learned a lesson. Mm, So like what do you have any like dreams or ideas or plans going forward, like in terms of performing or what you want to do? Oh, good question. Mm. Um, I, I tell you what I want. I, as a performer, I want to do queer performance and I've, as a, as a performer, as an actor, um, and as a queer actor too, I often find that the environments I've been in have often denied my identity. Mm. I've often said, you know, I'm because I'm for anyone that listening, I was assigned male at birth, but now I don't really identify with being male, but I'm kind of I kind of living in this void in the middle where I'm trying to just explore and experiment and find myself. Mm. But as a queer performer, I, I literally have my I I I have got tongue tied. Sorry. As a as a performer, I 
I resonate with the female energy more. And I think I am leaning towards being a a, a trans female, or at least, you know, non-binary trans. But that's something that I'm still ready to explore. And, you know, I... And, but I've always been honest with that in, you know, drama classes and things. And mm-hmm. it's I've been denied that and I've been told that I'm, I'll never play a female. And my mm. only casting is the gay best friend. And, you know, I'm not going to be seen as a female and I'm only going to be seen as the camp male. And that really hurt me. Um, and being in that, in that environment, I could not... I could not be my true self because I felt mm. like there were people that didn't see that. Um, I'm trying to be careful <laughs> about, mm-hmm. you know, names. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I I just want to be in an environment that where I'm accepted I and I can put my foot down and say, well, this is my identity and if you don't like it well then you can bugger off (laughs) yes so it's really important for me now to find a space where I where I feel comfortable and accepted and I feel like I can um excel in my performing so that's why I think queer performance Mm. is of course going to be a space where I can find myself I, I, but yeah, yeah, I haven't. I I have no idea. I just know that I want to perform, and I know that I when I perform is when I feel my true self. Yeah, you're an amazing performer. Like you're a fabulous oh, performer. You. Like I loved watching you in all those plays in drama school. It was so. Oh entertaining. yes, thank you, darling. Oh yes, I would love to see you playing these like iconic female roles like oh yes love that yeah exactly i i would love to play samantha jones <laughs> from sex in the city yes. yeah oh. i don't know or if there was like a, ever a, a remake of pride and prejudice <gasps> yes you know? i would love that it- <laughs> And kind of a British period drama, or no, but thank you. And I feel it. And I think recently I've had to remind myself about my talent. Mm. I've had to go, actually, I am talented because I think my denial of that in the past has kind of like what we were talking about before. Like, I think my denial of my talent in the past has blocked off paths that I should have gone down. Mm. Um, and so I think it's just about trusted my talent and going okay this is it I just gotta I gotta do it mm-hmm. and um yeah yeah I know that was a that was a big answer that was beautiful <laughs> thank you thank you thank you for listening yeah and what about you yeah absolutely I mean like I've I've felt you know I've had a, an interesting relationship with performing since I left musical theater school back in March of 2020. I kind of was like, I don't want to be pushed into anyone's box. I don't want to be like waiting to be picked. I don't want to do this whole rigmarole essentially of being a musical theater performer and being like, you know, you have to have tap and you have to have jazz and you have to be like technically skilled and you have to have a bright smile on your face the whole time and do your hair every day and just like fit this niche. 
I'm like, I don't fit that. And that doesn't mean that I don't love musical theater. Like, I love musical theater to the core of my soul. And I always will. And I love to sing those songs. And I would love to be on stage and do all of that again. But I'm just like, it has to be in the divine timing. It has to be something that I'm invited into. And, you know, focusing on on my true soul purpose as well. And I feel like music is a part of that. And I'm actually releasing my EP on 1111. Yes. Oh, was that a coincidence? Um, well, it's called 1111. So I wanted to release it on 1111. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You released a song recently. Am I right? I listened to it. Mm. It's actually so beautiful. Body. Oh, thank Body. you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Not a lot of people like listen. Like that one was definitely a little bit more specific. It's very a little bit different from the others. No, I really like the sound that you're finding and creating. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That one was produced by my brother, Dania, Dean oh. of Maine. Hmm. Hey, Damien, honey, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well done well done <laughs> well done love mm. yeah so funny. Mm-hmm. yeah but a lot of people are yes. talking about like a hollywood reset something like that and like i don't know i feel like if i i've healed a lot of past life traumas to do with fame to do with um because I feel like I've definitely had a few past lives that were famous and that ended very <laughs> badly. Um, so mm-hmm. in some subconscious ways, that has been like holding me back from, you know, accepting or, or living into, you know, oh, I can be a star. I'm a star. I can be famous. Um, yes. But now I'm just kind of like a part of me has has always felt that like since I was a child I was like oh I would you know I'm gonna be a singer I'm gonna you know be on stage and like a part of me always kind of knew so it's just about like letting my inner child do her thing and have fun with it while also protecting myself because I don't know if I want to go into that whole arena you know it's kind of scary like (laughs) all the contracts all like the control all of that and it's like yeah yeah I just want to create from my soul that's true I I agree with you because I, I was reading an article about how I think like the Marvel universe or like the, the production companies that create the Marvel movies don't create them because they love the Marvel universe and the Marvel mm. superheroes they create them for um for money you mm. know they create these big blockbuster movies for money not because they they like the the project itself mm-hmm. you know they they see the dollar sign and go yes let's invest mm-hmm. so i think it's also important for us as performers to go is this is this the right environment is this the right um way for me as a performer you know yeah exactly the integrity of the project is mm-hmm. is really important for me and yeah 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 that's real like anxiety yeah it's like do you feel connected to this does this feel like it's in your greatest and highest good and just following your intuition with that is really important because otherwise you could get locked into something that you know takes away your freedom or takes away your sovereignty in a lot of ways 
Yeah, it's it's so wild to me how a piece of paper can hold so much power. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, yeah, it would be it would be fun to be able to live our lives doing the art that we like. That's yeah. the goal for both of us, I feel. Exactly. And just being like just being financially comfortable and free. Like it's not even like I need to be like mega rich. It's like, no, I just want to have the freedom and the ease to do what I want. Yeah. Which I like, yeah, like I know that me doing what I want to do is helping the world in a lot of ways and it's inspiring others that they can also do the same things. So it's like, why not? Absolutely. Why not just, you know, enjoy that? Yeah, to be in a comfortable financial position mm-hmm. would be lovely. To buy the most expensive hummus in the supermarket <laughs> and not worry about it. It's honestly my goal. I would love that. Yes. And like go to the farmer's market and like go to the co-op, like buy yourself some beautiful like organic vegan food. Yeah. It's the co-op and organic. Mm, Yeah. It's like local organic food. I love (laughs) co-op. That's that's so funny because our co-op is like, you know the 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 local supermarket. Mm-hmm. It's like all like frozen, <laughs> commercialized, overconsumed <laughs> products. Very Aww. different co-ops. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's been it's been so lovely though. I think I might have to leave soon, my darling. Oh yeah, it's all good. Thank you so much for chatting and this fun little. Thank you for- having me i hope the conversation is what is something that you enjoyed um and you can work with (laughs) (laughs) oh it's always a pleasure i love you so much and i just want to hug you i love you too i'm gonna very carefully hug my laptop (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can feel you. I'm going to hug myself and pretend it's you. (laughs) This is so lovely. And for the people that are listening, hug your phones. No, in fact, hug yourself. (laughs) Because you are wonderful. Hug yourself. Hug yourself more. Yeah. Actually, I've been doing that and it helps. You know, whenever I'm sad, I hug myself and go, it's okay, it's okay, Sammy. You know, I felt... I feel seen and I feel heard. Mm, that's yes. Yeah. Hugging myself, loving myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Give yourself a little kiss. I can't believe okay. the last time we saw each other was, was in Spain, in Carnival. I know, you know, I swear I left you in, like I had to leave really early in the morning. Oh, yeah. And like, the last time I saw you was in a bed. <laughs> Did I you think. go in and when I, I was sleeping? <laughs> you, you were sleeping and I watched over you for like 10 minutes. No, I didn't. Uh, you were sleeping and I woke, woke you up and said, I'm going, I have to go. Goodbye. Um, and we said goodbye whilst you were in bed and... I think I posted the keys through your door or, or something and left. Oh, wow. I barely remember that. I was half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up. 
Yeah. Oh, I was. We were rough. <laughs> we were very, very rough. We were wet and wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, I thank really you enjoyed for being it. Here, I love you. I love you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love you listeners. Have fun. Love everyone listening here. Sending you all so much love. So spiritual awakening is not usually an easy or simple process. So if you're feeling isolated at the moment and you are looking for a community or you're looking for answers or just looking to connect with like-minded souls and like-minded beings, we have just opened up the Starseed Network, essentially a private social network away from Facebook and TikTok and social media and all that, where you can share your unique story, your unique experiences, give feedback on the podcast episodes, let us know what resonates, ask questions, and potentially meet your soul family and soul tribe. This is an ever-growing community that is still in its beginning stages, and going forward, it will be a humble love exchange of $5 a month. And in this membership, you'll be receiving, you know, guided group meditation events, live events where you can share your story, receive guidance, and meet other people, and meet other people who have been going through the same things as you. Because those conversations, when you finally get to talk to someone, it's like, it's electric. It's just back and forth, like, oh my god, me too! Anyway, so this is very exciting. Um, Look out for that. The link is in the bio. Also, if you're looking for some expanded guidance straight from your spirit guides on through the tarot, through energy healing, or through one-on-one spiritual guidance and working together in a coaching setting with a guided meditation and really diving deep into quantum healing, please check out my website, sauleilonavida.com. Link will be below to book a tarot reading reiki energy healing session or spiritual guidance session